Hello, this is Pastor Bibish, lead pastor of Green Pastures Church, coming to you with the word of the living God today. I am so glad that you are able to join. I pray that what you hear today touches you, opens your understanding to the knowledge of God, challenges you to be the best you, deepens your relationship with God, and causes you to live in victory. Let's hear the word. Let's shout a big amen this morning in the house of the Lord. What a powerful, powerful time in the Lord. And we thank the Lord for what he's doing in our lives. Ooh, hallelujah. Green pastures, you know, you know to touch, you know how to touch the heavens. You know how to touch the heart of God. Hallelujah. I was just praying that let me just behave today. I'm not going to be provoked, but I guess you got me. And I'm still trying my best to hold myself, but God is amazing and God is wonderful. God bless you, worship team, for being such a powerful tool, such a powerful instrument in the hands of the Lord. Receive our love, all of you, all of you, awesome, 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 leading us in the presence of the Lord, ushering us and just setting the, the, the environment so that, you know, miracles can flow, uh, answers can come to questions, hallelujah. We give you glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. So I would like to thank the Green Pastures uh, Church family for allowing me to share my heart with you this morning. Uh, I would like to thank the pastor and all the committee. And again, thank you, worship team, for just ushering us in the presence uh, of the Lord before the throne of grace and mercy. Hallelujah. We give glory to God. And this morning, I would like to thank my husband, who all of you know, he's my hero. He's a very good man. He's a good man. And he's a fine man. You know, I always bless the day I met him. I always bless the day that I said yes to him. Uh, so um, I thank him for his covering. I thank him for his life. And he sent his greetings. He sent his love to the whole family. Uh, and we give uh, praise and we give thanks uh, for his life. Today, uh, I wanted to uh, share something very, um, I would call it simple, uh, but I hope that it will uh, impact your life and uh, bring back to life certain things maybe that you have discounted. Uh, the Lord wants you to know that you count, you know. Um, there's a saying that says that uh, you are not a number. You are not a number. Every, um, he knows you by name. You know, that's what we, we really say, you know, when we're in worship or when we praise, that he knows us by name. And literally, beloved, we need to believe that he truly knows us by name. You know, when he comes and talks to us, he always starts by saying our name, uh, at least to me. When he comes, he always says, Patricia. And I want you to embrace that reality today, that God knows you. And as much as he knows that, you are there. He loves you and he cares for you. He wants you to know this morning that he counts on you. And the very reason he counts on you is because he trusts you. You know, we live in a world where um, more is better. Uh, more is, uh, you know, is powerful. Uh, we feel like we are not enough, you know, and we are, and who we are sometimes, or most of the time we feel that is not enough. Why? Because we see ourselves through the eyes of the others instead of seeing ourselves through the eyes of our God, through the eyes of the one who created us. Uh, for long, we have believed uh, the narrative that that is not true, um, 
that uh, we are just a number. We are not just a number. You know, what we do means so much to the Lord. Uh, everything that we do means so much to, to, to do to the, uh, to, to the Lord. Be it small or be it big, it has a meaning in the eyes of the Lord. And in his book of remembrance, you'll be shocked to see the things that you will see in the books of remembrance. And we live in a world where there's so much pressure. There's pressure on the inside of us and there's pressure on the outside. Uh, the minute we step out of our house, there's, we can even smell the pressure. And now that we're going through a period uh, of, pan of, of pandemic, you know, it even made the matter worse for, uh, for some. But, you know, that pressure that we feel on a daily basis sometimes uh, doesn't allow us to appreciate our presence. It doesn't allow us to appreciate our today. Forgetting, you know, and leading us to forget that today is the greatest gift. It's to, today is the greatest present that can change the tomorrow that we aspire to, that can change the tomorrow that we're looking uh, forward um, to live or to, you know, or, or the, the dream that we're looking <clears throat> forward to accomplish. And what happens that with the pressure that we encounter in this world is that we, it, it pushes us to uh, discount every effort and every accomplishment uh, that we, we do. But the Lord wants to comfort our heart today to tell us that everything that we do, everything that we have done means a lot to him. And like I mentioned earlier, we will be shocked to see what is written in the book of remembrance that very little thing that you call little the day the lord will bring it and say because of that thing that you have done this is the door this is the door that i'm opening this is the blessing that i'm pouring in your life you will be shocked so this beloved is to lead us not to despise the decision that we take, not to despise the choices that we made, not to despise the actions that we make. I want to tell you this morning that the first and greatest ally that we have in this world is ourselves. We need to trust in ourselves because God trusts us. He trusts us. He sincerely trusts us and he wants us to trust ourselves. So self-confidence starts by the knowledge of self. He wants us to develop our internal being. He wants us to develop our intimacy with him. He wants us to develop our sensitivity with him. He wants us to discover how wonderful and beautiful we are. He wants us, even in our worship, to praise his infinite wisdom of just creating such a fine human being. Hallelujah. That is why, beloved, it is important for us as children of God to know our purpose, to know our priorities, and to know what are we pursuing. Because when those three things are known, it gives us the momentum and gives us something that we can lean on to build that self-confidence. Hallelujah. If God trusts in us, he wants us to trust in ourselves. 
We need to be stronger. We need to be strong so that we can withstand the inner pressure that sometimes we feel discouraged, we, we feel overlooked, but he wants us to strengthen our inside so that even when the pressure comes from within or from outside, we know that we will not disappoint him because we know that he counts on us. God counts on us because he knows we can. He knows that we can. If you're here this morning, I want you to know that God knows that you can. He doesn't want you to keep on discounting yourself. He doesn't want you to have those ups and downs where today you believe that you are mighty and then the next day you feel like you're a victim. God wants you to be strong in your faith because he believes in you and he counts on you. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, the word of God said that it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is the gift. It's a gift that the Lord has given us. Not by work, so that no one can boast. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is fair. Just his trust in us gives us the same um the same position as everybody else. It's not about being smarter. It's not about being wiser. It's not about being stronger, but it's about trusting God because you know he trusts in you. Hallelujah. The word of God continues to say that we are God's work, workmanship. That means that he, we are the fruit of his mind, of his thought, and we are the fruit of his hand. So he thought of Patricia and he made Patricia. Knowing our future, don't we say that God is omniscient? That he knows everything? Hallelujah. He knows the beginning from its end. So as he was forming you, he was equipping you with the very thing that you needed to withstand all the trials and the trouble that you face on a, on a daily life all those second guesses, all those self-doubt, God has equipped you to overcome these things. You are, you are the product of God's infinite wisdom. One of my favorite books to read is the book of Job. And I know Pastor B is the book of John. Mine is Job. Hallelujah. I identify myself a lot with the life of Job. And I will give you the homework for time's sake to go read Job chapter 38. It will inspire you because God shows you how small you are, but great in his plan. Hallelujah. So I'll encourage you to just go read Job 38. I will not comment on that. So God counts on us and he counts on us to make our life count. He says that everything that we are doing, everything that we have done in the past, present, and future, he said that he sees. Our Lord said that he sees. He said that he did not forgotten. He has not forgotten. He did not forget. He has not forgotten. Everything that you might call little God says that I have seen and I have it written. 
in my book of remembrance. Hallelujah. God wants, the first point that I'm going to share is that God wants to make our life count. It's just three points today and then we'll wrap up. But the first thing I want you to know this morning is that God wants to make, wants you to make your life count. He's expecting you to have a useful and positive impact. He's expecting me to have a useful and positive impact in my society and the environment that he has placed me in. When we read the book of the, when we read the book of Ecclesiastes chapter three, we see that the word of God said that there's a time for everything and there's a season for every activity under the heaven. There's a time to cry. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to marry. There's a time to give birth. There's a time to sleep and there's a time to work. But the Lord is expecting us as his children, as he trusts us and as he counts on us, he's expecting us to live through those different seasons of life and make them count. He wants us to be useful in achieving his will. I was interviewing one of my friends who just released her book and she's a therapist and I asked her the question, if you have to say, you know how we say law of, uh, uh, um, of uh, love over fear. And I said, what would you say blank over grief? And she said, the will of God. And we really, the audience and myself as an interviewer, we realize how powerful, again, the will of God was for our life. So the Lord says that I trust you because I have equipped you. I have confidence in you to make your life count. You have all the tools. So beloved, the next time trials come, the next time that voice that comes to discourage you or to discount you comes at you, you straighten up your shoulder and you say to that voice, it is, always, it, it, it is also written that my God counts on me, that he trusts me, that I am equipped to overcome you. Hallelujah. Beloved, we are the greatest assets in the hands of our Lord. In 1 Peter chapter 2, the word of God says, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. How powerful is that? You remind your trials. You remind that voice that trying to discount you that I am not yours. I'm not even my own, but I am his possession and he trusts in me. He counts on me. That means that I am, that I, I am able the Lord expects us as children of God, as his assets, not only to be soul winners, but he wants us to be soul builders as well. So as much as you have been won yourself in the Lord, he wants yourself to build yourself. Hallelujah. And as much as you go out there and win the souls into the kingdom of the Lord, the Lord wants you to build those souls. 
And how do you build them? By building the self-confidence. Because one of the greatest weapons that the enemy has against us, people of God, is to break that self-confidence in us. Did the Lord really say? Eve, did you really hear what he said? He's questioning your ability to discern the voice of God. For me, when I look at that thing, sometimes I feel like he's even insulting the intelligence of the human kind, a human race that the Lord has created. Hallelujah. But we know that that shall not be our portion. We shall discern the voice of the Lord. We shall walk according to his precepts. Hallelujah. In Corinthians, the word, of, the, the word of God said that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So after we have received, we need to fortify, we need to strengthen that body. We always have to remember, beloved, that our life is no longer our own. Once we got into covenant with that king, our life is no longer our own. We have signed over our life over to God the moment we were born again. So let's not be the weakest link, the weak link in this divine network of asset building. Because that's what the Lord is doing. Didn't we say earlier that we are his assets? So the Lord is in the business of building his assets. That's why he said, go ye all, bring many more, empty the kingdom of darkness and fill the kingdom of light, the kingdom of life. And once they're there, build them so they can be strong. Because that kingdom, that other kingdom is not happy. Hallelujah. And the Lord promises us that he is faithful. Let's never doubt the faithfulness of the Lord upon our life. He that called us, he is faithful. He will walk with us. He said it countless and countless of time that he will not forsake us, but he will be with us all the days of our life. To me, life becomes or life is incomplete until I can influence my environment for Jesus. As long as I, I mean, if, if I don't influence my environment, starting with my own family for Jesus, I do not feel complete. So beloved, we are in the business of assets building, of building one another. And here again comes the power of fellowship. So God is counting on us to make our life count by impacting our environment for Jesus. In the book of Numbers, he says, teach me how to number my days, to always be aware that when I love, I should love hard. When I forgive, I should forgive strong. Because I don't know what tomorrow has in store for me. But I will make the best of today. Because I know that when I invest in today, I'm securing the future. Can somebody say amen to that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beloved. The Lord has given us a powerful, he has summarized this whole book that we call the Bible. He has summarized it into two simple laws. And he says this 
in the book of Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 to 40. And that's one of my verse, my favorite verse. The word of God says that teacher, he, the, 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 the Pharisee came to, close to him and asked him the question and says, what is the greatest commandment in the law? In the law, in the book, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus replied to them and says, you need to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And he said, this is the first commandment. But we know further, the Lord says that, how can you say that you love me that you do not see? But you don't love your brother that you can see. How can you say that you love me who has poured in so much treasure, not to keep for yourself, but to bless with my other assets? Me that you don't see, but the assets, brothers and sisters that I have given you, you do not love them. The second part of the scripture says, love your neighbor as yourself. So the way that we can make this life count on earth is by loving God through loving our brother. Loving God through building his assets. Loving God through encouraging one another. Loving God through doing things that can build the assets that the Lord has placed on this earth. And to conclude in verse 40, in verse 40 the, the scripture says, All the law and the prophet hang on these two commandments. So whatever you do, whatever you think, whatever you want, whatever you need, you feel or you think that you need, the word of God says that it hangs on those two scriptures. Ask yourself the question. Is it loving my brother? Is it loving my neighbor? Because that's the only way you can show God that you love him. Hallelujah. The second thing that God counts on us to do is to grow stronger. As long as you are under the sun, beloved, as long as you are under the sun, the law of trial, the laws of, of tribulation, pain will always be there. But the good news that we have as people who have or in covenant with our God is that as much as it will always be there, also we will always overcome it. Can somebody shout a big hallelujah? It's already in you, the ability to overcome your challenges. Don't give up and don't give in. And the greatest asset you have in you as a child of God is your heart. Is your heart. And your heart needs leadership. You need leadership. You need to be guided. The person who needs your leadership more than anybody else. It's not just your wife, it's not just your husband, it's not just your children, it's not just the people that you're leading. The first person is you. So are you leading the way you think? You think God, you think power, you think might, you think fruitfulness, you think pro uh, uh, productivity? You, you, you think faith? Are you leading yourself the way that you think? Because what the Lord wants you to do is to develop a soldier-like faith. A faith that knows that I'm going in the combat. I will overcome my enemies and I'll get back to my beloved. It's the mindset of a victor, a victorious, not of a victim. Have you noticed that when your faith is strong, 
your mountain sits small. Why? Because your faith now is placed on Almighty God. And he is bigger than the mountain of trial that you have. But when your faith is lacking or your faith is weak, you seem small. You see yourself as this tiny little thing compared to your mountains. Why? Because your faith is placed in the wrong place. We just sang, take your place. As we're singing that in worship, I was saying, God, come and take your place. So that as I lift my eyes, my eyes are set on you, my Redeemer. My eyes are set on you knowing that you walk with me all the days of my life. Hallelujah. And the Lord wants to tell you this morning that he has been noticing everything that you have sown. From the time you were born to this day and the times to come, God is taking notes. He is so proud of you for every time you have kept your heart from pride, from envy, from greed, from lust. He's telling you that he saw and he wrote it. You thought, that, oh, okay, you know, this, the guy, oh, he almost, and, and then, oh, that was just nothing. No, for God, it's not nothing. There's never nothing in God. He values all those, all those small steps towards the victory, towards living a, a, a holy life, a sanctified life. You do not know how much the heaven celebrates every time you make the right decision. He values. He's so proud of you. And he's telling you that every decision you have been making to protect your heart counts. The decision to work on yourself, to invest in yourself, don't, not to look for shortcuts, no, but to invest, to pay the price, made you stronger. And the Lord says, he's part of you. The decision that you have taken to develop your mind, to invest in growing your mind, made you stronger made you a better version of you every single day. The Lord said he's part of you and he saw it. The decision to feed yourself on healthy and not toxic. It might be a conversation. You say, no, this is not a, this, you know, every time you said, no, this, this, this conversation here is, is, is getting toxic. I'm going to step away. The Lord says that he noticed and he wrote it down. He's so proud of you. The decision that you took to keep going despite the challenges. You know, we face so many challenges, work, responsibility, family, children. And for those of us who are immigrants, families abroad. But the decision that you kept to keep going, despite, despite, despite all those challenges, the Lord said that he saw and he's, read, he's written it in that book of Ephesians. He's so proud of you. When you decided to praise and to be grateful rather than to complain, Asking God questions, there's nothing wrong with that. We see that throughout the word of God. Like I had asked him questions. After 10 years of waiting for the foot of the womb, I asked God the question. I said, why me? The Lord told me, why not you? Hallelujah. But you know what? He made me stronger. All those conscious, intentional, and powerful decisions that you have made. However small you think that might be, God is telling you, do not despise it. He noticed it he took note of it and he's part of you he's telling you this morning that every choice that you make counts because every choice that you made in the past that's what is defining your presence and if you want a different present than what you see then continue making the right choice so that you can get a better future and beloved 
all the good decision will compound and soon you will not recognize the person that you see in the mirror because you did not disappoint your God you did not disappoint your maker your creator you did not disappoint him you say yes you can count on me to get stronger you can count on me to build this asset of yours that I am that I am privileged that I am honored to be hallelujah can somebody shout a big hallelujah beloved when everybody else counts you out God is counting on you to outshine you don't need the approval of man in order for you to fulfill your destiny you need the approval of Almighty God but you need to submit to authority in order for God to be glorified in your discovery of self. Because that's the order of the kingdom. The book of Job discusses about why God allows pain and suffering. But God reminds us throughout the book of Job to trust in his wisdom. Let's trust the wisdom of God and build ourselves to be strong. Even when we feel like we are countered, we are overlooked, God sees everything that we have done. When life comes at you and that life breaks you, it can break you mentally, it can break you spiritually, it can break you emotionally. And all of that will leave marks. It will leave marks. It will leave marks in your heart. But the marks that it leaves, or the marks that all those tribulation leaves, can be marks, you have the choice of it either being marks of victory or marks of defeat. It's your choice. But I declare today that all the marks that are caused by the trials that you have gone through, or even all the wounds that are still bleeding even as I'm speaking to you, I declare that there will be marks of victory. There will be marks of testimony of the glory of God upon your life. Hallelujah, somebody. Because we know that what produces the blessing in our life is the process. We need to trust the process, beloved. And when we are in the process, let's not fight the process. But let's fight in the process. Let's not fight the process. But let's fight in the process. Because the process is made there to make us stronger. And when God allows it, is because he wants us to take from glory to glory. We often like to say, how are you? Oh, from grace to grace, from glory to glory. By saying that, we are attracting trials because the only way we can go from one mountain of glory to the other one is through the valley. Can somebody say amen? But the Lord has said that he wants us to win all those battles. The battles that are seen and the battles that are unseen. There are some battles that the world will see. They'll see that 10 years you're sitting there and there's no fruit of the womb. It's the battle scene. But there are battles that are within, that are unseen, that the world doesn't know that you are fighting. The Lord is telling you to die, that he trusts you, that he sees that, and he's taking note of all the victories. Those silent battles and those silent victories, God is taking note of those. God saw, and trust me, he did not forget. So trial in our life and tribulations, and it doesn't mean rejection, but it means promotion. 
So when you see trials, just know that the promotion is around the corner. In my church here, on third today is, is Sunday. So on Wednesday, there's a woman who's been married over 20 years. She is in her early 50s. She just gave birth to twins. Hallelujah. He will do it for you. He will, it is possible. It is possible. He is able. Hallelujah. So we are in, in the middle of a big celebration. He, she, she was blessed with a, a boy and a girl. And we thank God for her life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So God counts on us. He counts on you to grow stronger and stronger. He calls, he, he counts on us to grow from glory to glory and to go through the process. And in closing, I want to share this and tell us that when we go through the process, what the enemy is after is our seed. And our seed is anything that we can bury, anything that can, we can place in the dark, anything that can undergo a process of development, anything that is away from the, small, the spotlight, anything that we can incubate so that life can be birthed, so that it can be productive, anything that can produce fruit. That's what the enemy is after. Our, our, our posterity, our work, our garden, which is our source of income. God, the enemy is after that, that seed. The enemy is after our relationships, our spouse, our children, our friendship. Be aware. But we know that as much as he might be after that, we will overcome him every time. Hallelujah. So we have to make sure we fight the good fight with the right tools, the right, the right weapon that are tailor-made for us. Let's not do like David. He first took uh, Saul's armor. No, that didn't fit him. And he said, ah, let me get rid of this. And let me get what I am used to because you are equipped to win your battles. That's why our stories are different. They might be similar, but they are different. We all have our own stories. And when you feel low, when you feel down, uh, uh, my beloved, please find a good reason to keep going. Find a good reason. You will find it within you to keep going and pushing at it. So grow yourself to be strong. Hallelujah. 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 And it's not what we go through that will determine where we'll end up. But it is who we listen to. And that's my last point. Who are you listening to? Hallelujah. Who are we listening to? There's a voice that says wisdom. There's a voice that says worry. There's a voice that says blame. There's a voice that says faith. There's a voice that says gratitude. And there's a voice that is just complaining. But this morning, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you to ignite that self-confidence. To know that there's a God that is counting on me. There's a God that is trusting in me. To make this life count. That he has equipped me to make this life count. That he has equipped me to make the right choice and the right decisions. That has equipped me to discern his voice. Because he is our one and only shepherd. Let's bow our heads and pray. Abba Father, we come to your throne of grace. We know that you have chosen us, even when we were in the womb of our mothers. Throughout the Bible, oh Father God, you have shown how much you have confidence on the people that you have created. We see Davids, we see Gideons, we see Esther's, 
and we thank you for their lives. But I thank you because in your book of remembrance, our names are in it. We know that our names as well are in it, as heroes of faith, as useful and powerful tool in your hands. We thank you because you endowed us with strength. We thank you because you endowed us with the power of the Holy Ghost. We thank you because you have endowed us with the power that resurrected Christ to life. And that very same power is acting through us this morning. We surround every one of us into your hands. We pray that you may cover them with your blessing. That the word that was released today of Father God may be crystallized in their heart. So that the enemy will not come and steal. But that word of Father God will produce fruit in due season. We thank you for what you do and what you continue to do. Bless this time and the remainder of our program. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We'd like to thank you, Pastor Bibish, this morning for existing. We'd like to thank God for your life. We know today is a special day where we have set apart, we have sanctified this Sunday just specially for you. And we thank God for your life. You know, the Lord used Jochebed to bring a new season in the life of the children of Israel. And we believe that the Lord has used you to bring us into a new season in our lives. So we thank God because your life has become really the demonstration of the multifaceted possibility of God. We have seen God act through you. We have seen how God has walked with you. We have seen how you have walked with God. And we are truly blessed to have such a role model in our life. So we want to tell you that we appreciate everything and every time that you have invested in our life. Hallelujah. Beloved, I would like to encourage us as a church and people who are watching us from all over the world. When we appreciate the man and woman of God, what we appreciate is the sacrifice and the discipline that they invest. And that's what we honor today. We honor a woman who has sacrificed of her life, of her time, of her means, and who is disciplined so that the kingdom of God can be advanced and the assets of the Lord will, uh, can be built. We, as Even as the angels are actually uh, celebrating because we can see them in the spirit, we here on earth are rising to celebrate you, to honor you, to honor the woman of God you are. We love you, we honor you, and church, please help me honor Pastor Bish by a club offering to the Lord this morning. We honor you, woman of God. has been such a joy sharing the word of God with you today. I pray that you experience the power of God through his word. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, please consider making a donation to ensure that the word of God continues to be made available to our enrichment. Thank you for listening.